will someday I'll slip Do you think anybody else remembers that? I don't know. We were just talking about a show that I had. Oh no. Oh no. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. What you've just heard, and this is a nice moment, is uh, Zoya racked herself in the tooth real nice with the microphone just now. Because I didn't have my little thing. You came at your mouth full force. It literally shot like up and through my nose oh, and no. into my brain. Are we chipped? What's going on? You have a, a Jimothy Carey situation? I don't, I don't think so. No, you're good. Oh, man. You got a... That really sucked. Well, usually you have the puffy thing on the microphone. I just put it back on. Yeah. Protective. It's like a helmet for the the microphone. For the microphone. Yeah, man. I'm sorry about your mouth just now. That's okay. You okay? You guys, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good Labor, Labor Day morning. Labor Day? Is it Aberdeen? Church of Labor Day Saints. I read, uh, Mike wrote uh, Labor Day on it, and I read it as one Aber or day. One? Wait, what did you think it was? Ab or day. One Aber or day? Ab or day. Huh. What did you think that was? I, that's why I asked. And I was like, what's Aber Day? <laughs> Ooh, holiday coming up? Oh. That's why we're home. That's why we're home together and we have a relaxing day. Well, I always have Mondays off, so. Welcome to the welcome to the our podcast live stream live. where we're going to live stream this our relaxing day mm. audio version. Are we really though? We're not doing that. Could you think Don't of a more boring podcast? I have to I read all day. So this is what it would sound <laughs> like. This is what me I would be like this. Okay guys, welcome to hour 4. Hey, Mike, do you think you could uh, maybe make some coffee? Zoya, I'm reading. Hey, hey, Mike. Zoya? Mike, I really need coffee. Hey, hey, Mike, do you think you could come and help me with... Uh... Zoya, I can't read when you're running mouth. Hey, Mike, the laundry needs to get changed over. I'll help you with that. Thank you. And that's what you do because that's a relationship and that's how you, that's how you make it work. Yeah. Uh, happy Labor Day, guys. Happy Labor Day to you. And, and uh, because you've you. labored so hard and also <laughs> with us, because you've labored so hard and given so much of your hard-earned money to the podcast, we would like to celebrate you through the magic of Patreon.com. Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website. Basically, what that means is you reach a deep down, deep, 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 a deep, 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 deep. down in your pockets. And you give us a little bit of that chingling, changling change. And uh, we thank you so much for it. There's a couple tiers to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Mike Falzone. You can join in too if you want. And if you don't want to join in, absolutely nothing changes. But you should definitely track down everyone who is joined and thank them and buy them a cake. Oh. And ask them what kind of cake they like and buy them a puppy and a cake. Oh, that's nice. Um, our $10 group get to shout out on the show. Ooh, had a bunch of spit in my mouth when I said that, and so you take mm. it from here. Uh, and that sounds like this. Mohammed El Gandhi, mm -hmm. Tori Citro, mm -hmm. uh, Luis Hernandez, mm, Jordan Punches. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Monique Quistorf, Jack O'Rear, uh, Sama Jones, Katie Lee G, Edamantium. 
I fucked that up. Adamantium. Edward yeah. Mantium. There we go. Yep. Uh, Jesse Stillwell. Don. Uh, Baxorn. Stephen Derusha. Isaac Morris. Ashley Wood. Josie Ramos. Matthew Pelka. Anthony Rael. John Goodman's box of farts. Not really, though. It's just him. Oh, hey, Tim. Uh, Danny Rhinoshek. And ND3 Batman. ND3 Batman, good to have you back. You guys, good to have all of you with us today. Thank you so much. Welcome to our podcast. Let's get started with a tweet that Hulk Hogan tweeted three hours ago. Mm-hmm. It's 11.14 a.m. as the Foxtrots over here in uh, Sherman Oaks, California. Uh-huh. And three hours ago, our boy Hulk Hogan... And I don't want to misquote, so I'm going to go back to the... I got to find the exact one, because I think it's worth it. Worth it. Because I laughed really hard in my own head. In my head, I was Raffle Mouth. You were what? I was Raffle Mouth. I was rolling on the floor of my mouth. Oh, okay. Three hours ago, the immortal Hulk Hogan tweeted, I'm... Am never drinking again, brother. Ah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a never. I'm am never drinking again, brother. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm never drinking. I'm am never drinking again, brother. So he does not have somebody that manages his Twitter account, huh? No, man. I think that uh, that job has gone away. For him. Maybe it's given to people like a guest DJ spot now at the clubs. But uh at the club. Yeah, a lot of people doing it themselves. A lot of people getting themselves into not really trouble, but some get themselves into trouble and some just become jokes. I heard uh I was on on social medias the other day, yesterday. And um great, he's reading again, guys. God damn. Mike, you're ruining everything. Please. I gotta get through this book before it's. Hang on. That well, that's not my fault. You waited till last minute. Your summer reading should have been done throughout the summer. What were you saying when you're saying I'm am I'm am social media? <laughs> I'm am I'm am social media. Um, people do stupid shit sometimes, and then they get in trouble for it. It's a hot take, Zoe. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like peeing in public. Like peeing in public on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever gotten in trouble for peeing in public? No, never. I feel like I'm the one who always uh, is like, don't do don't, that. Yeah, don't ever do that. Because well, like we've been with people recently, grown-ups. Oh, yeah. And they've been peeing in public. That was, and I'm like, D- that's a bad idea because yeah. you're peeing in someone's yard and yeah. they're outside. Right. And they're watering their lawn and so are you. Yeah. And maybe they don't need tag team partner at this time. Right, 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 right. Um. And I don't know what makes you want to do that as a grown-up sometimes. Yeah, me neither. Oh, no, all the time I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless you're, like, in woods. Yeah. I I can't even do that. I was never good at popping a squat. Do you ever go camping? Camp time? Uh, yeah. But Where did you pee always... when you went to the Meadows Music Theater? You pee on the fence in the back. Nope. That's not what I did. Oh, you're gross then. No, I'm not. You pee 
Meadows Music Theater is very obviously a music amphitheater where half the shit is seats and half the shit is the lawn. The mm-hmm. lawn, of course, with the plebeian cheap seats all the way up there. That's where you were. That's where you get drunk as an 18-year-old and try to get to second base with girls. Uh-huh. So then when you have to pee, it becomes hilarious and gross because you go all the way up by the fence, by the mile markers yeah. on the fence, and you pee, and then... You watch it roll down the hill onto everyone sitting on the lawn. See, that is the case with every outdoor music venue that there is that's on a hill. That's what happens. No, man. If you walked into like where they were serving food and everything, never went down there. Yeah. Well, if you did, you would know that there were bathrooms there. Oh, I'm sorry, rich girl. No, I just couldn't do it. I would always get stage fright or I would pee all over my pants and that was the worst. All like you would take your pants off and pee on them? No, I would no, you would bring Guys, them down. Guys, we got to get pee. going. I peed all over my pants. I'm not a good <laughs> popper squatter, okay? Okay. No one wants you to be. No. no one's like pulling for you, Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it. Let's go back to Hartford. I did that once at Jones's and it was just Jones's tree farm or Jones's beach farm. Jones's tree farm in Shelton, Connecticut. What during apple pickings? And during uh, drunken nights with my friends in thirteen passenger van. <laughs> what the fuck did you have? did you take? Oh, a, we, was it like a church no, trip? First of all, no, no, it was not. It was all of us. It was Coley's van. Uh huh. It was his first tour van. Oh, so you all went. And we all took it out for one night. And you peed all over your pants in the in Jones's tree farm. Yeah, and they made fun of me really badly about it. Yeah, but like it was you wanted. would yeah. you would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would be weirded out if they didn't make fun of you about it. Yeah. I tried to like lean up against a tree and then like slowly like squat and I still it was terrible. Not good. Popping a squat is not easy, people. No, no one's saying it is. No one is like coming at you, Zoy. No, I know. All right? I, I didn't say that they were. There's no Why antagonist we here. We're all on your side. Why are we fighting? Papa squat's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Okay. All right? Okay. Sometimes you peel over your pants. Labor Day. Why are we screaming? Um, Good point, Zoya. Yeah, I know. Uh, I had a fun time at the Laugh Factory the other night. I'm so glad. I went there very late yeah, after my show in Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. Comedy mashup in Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. You stopped home beforehand? That was a very nice, very nice group of boys and girls mm, baby down boys. there. Um, would go back anytime. Mm-hmm. Very nice people. Mm-hmm. Did real good. That's great. And then uh, came back up here and was invited by a comedian named Bill Dawes to go meet Jamie Masato, who's the the owner of the Laugh Factory. Yeah. So I'll spare you most of the details, but I'll tell you about this one nice thing that happened is I went up to the bouncer and I was like, is Bill here? Uh, Bill's supposed to introduce me to Jamie. They kind of like let me in. They give me the side eye and they let me in. They're like, okay, well, he's in the lobby. That's about as far as I'm letting you go. Yeah. Uh, so Jamie uh, was in the lobby talking to a comedian named Theo Vaughn, who has a very sp- funny special on uh, Netflix. Netflix. All funny so boobies. funny. Uh, and our, my friend Sean Joshi, which uh, we've done a couple shows together before. Also very funny baby. Boys. And... Uh, Theo was asking Jamie about like Chevy Chase or something. I don't remember how it started, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, he starts telling us stories about Chevy Chase, and then he starts telling us stories about Robin Williams, 
This is Jamie. And uh, then Bill comes out. Bill says, what's up? Dean Del Rey shows up. And then Krista Lee shows up. And uh, Jamie's telling stories about Steve Martin. And it was just nice to be there. I had nothing to contribute. Yeah. But that wasn't my... That wasn't my purpose. Right. I had a great time. Listen, I felt like I should have uh, paid for the experience, and I didn't. That's okay. That was good. So yeah. some the best things in life are free. Yeah. But you can say my name of birds and bees. I want the money. Right. That's mm-hmm. how we were thinking about lyrics before. Yeah. And I'm almost positive those uh, match up. So that was fun. That's cool. Uh, like to do that again soon if yeah. I could. Shows have been going real nice. They've been real weird. Yeah. Uh, we had our Friends and Friends show at the Improv. Thank you, anyone who showed up. You guys are real nice. However, it was in the middle of a heat wave, and it was also holiday weekend. So the room wasn't packed. No. But it wasn't it wasn't empty by any stretch of the imagination. No. And uh, comedians had to work for it. Yeah, they really did. For sure. But everybody did great. Yeah, they did. And then there was a surprise guest. There was. Uh, Kirk Fox dropped in, and then he said a bunch of nice things to me. He's What's super funny. You know, Kirk Fox, yeah. if you've ever seen, was it Parks and Rec? Yeah. He's like the uh, the sanitation guy uh-huh. on Parks and Rec. Uh-huh. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's like, follow him on Twitter and stuff. Kirk Fox with a K. And he's very funny. He said nice things. He called me funny. So you it's nice funny. to get validation yeah. from somebody who you're not married to. mm you know? Yeah. Like Elliot has never said I'm funny. Elliot has said you were funny. Elliot He's says, also told you when you're not funny. Yeah. Yeah. That counts. Yeah. Well, that's why we have each other. I had a very funny encounter with uh, <laughs> Elliot uh, the other night at your show. Perfect. We were outside talking to another comedian. And he's like, did I do a good job? And he said, no, none of us did. <laughs> yeah. That was a good point, man. I just, I don't know that I could do, wow, that's so annoying. That's like the get out thing. It's not Um, good. White people can't stir drinks anymore, from what I understand. What? You know? You ever see Get Out? No. And she hypnotizes them with the drinks, because she's evil white person. Have never seen it. But it it was the woman from 40-Year-Old Virgin, Mm. so it fucks me all up, because I usually like her a lot. Oh. I don't know what movie you're talking about. Get Not out. Even. Get okay. out. Get. All right, guys. So that's uh No, no, no. What were we me. talking about before? No, no, no. Don't. That's the title of the movie. You don't have to. Why don't uh, you come back? Oh, Mike's reading again, guys. It's very... Summer reading's supposed to be done throughout the summer. And he's looking at blank pages because he's looking... He's flipping the pages of our... Welcome to the podcast. Sorry. Welcome to our podcast. And you just destroyed the illusion for the for the audience. This is unbelievable. Was it Labber Day? Labber Day. You miss barbecues, Zoe? I do, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I miss specific barbecues. Yeah. Not barbecues in general. Because yeah. if you go to a barbecue with a bunch of um, people you don't know, don't know or don't like, yeah, could be a bad experience. Mm. Could mm-hmm. be a great experience, mm. and you could mm-hmm. be depriving yourself of a possible great experience. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I miss it with like the people that I used to go to Labor Day and Memorial Day barbecues with people who I've known forever, ever. Yeah. Like since little kid times. And then you just have things to talk about forever and always. Right. Because of, you know, friendships. So friendships, past loves. Yeah. You get to talk about which one of your friends has hooked up with 
other ones of your friends throughout yeah. the years and who's married yeah to different people now who have to stand around and hear those stories as well right that does that get awkward yeah yeah but i mean i never dated any of your friends no you didn't thank goodness we yeah. didn't even know we were always like miles away from each other we never knew yeah, that was the case i feel like we weren't really that many miles away i feel like we may have come in contact that's what i mean we were yeah. so close maybe yeah. i said it wrong yeah but it's like uh you get to the point or i got to the point tell me if you feel the same way mm-hmm. where it's like you're a certain age and you feel like you've met everyone in like your general your, like your corner of the state in your group yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well obviously you met the people in your group but like Right, I would just like be like your friends, friends, friends. Yeah. I would get yeah. to the point in my early twenties when I was back, when I was still in Connecticut, and I'd be like, "Well, I can't date anyone now. Mm-hmm. I fucking know everyone. Mm. I know that." And like, you go to a, uh, like, if you went to a fortune teller and they tell you, like, you already know the person you're <laughs> gonna be with, I'd be like, "Nah, it's all right." Yeah, I'm, I'm straight. Yeah, don't you feel like you being from small place? You feel like you know everyone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's really funny because my sisters still get mistaken for me in Connecticut all the time. That's just, I think that's any family where there's too many. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. like, oh, I, I was only close with one of you. Yeah. And I only memorized one other sister's name. Right. Because <laughs> they're all, we all have jacked up names. Yeah. Are you Pacolcha or Jabolcha? Uh, oh, wait, you're the one with the only real name, Violet. <laughs> Violet oh, okay. The only okay. real name. Yeah. Are you Viotza, uh, Violetta, or Steve? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're Tony? Oh, and you're Tony. You're, Great. Oh, okay. Cool. Good to see you. I always yeah. thought you were Italian. <laughs> um, anything else to add about barbecues? You know what I would like today? And it's going to fuck our shit up, but doesn't matter because we should. I want a hot dog, man. All right. We can I want a hot happen. dog, man. We can ha- make that happen. We should call Elliot and see if... Uh, Who's Elliot? Uh, on at Welcome Pod over there on Twitter. Ooh, tweets. We asked you for some questions exactly like this a couple minutes ago. Me and my mom used to dance to that song in the kitchen. Rocking on the treetops all day long. Uh huh. Singing this song. All the little birdies on Jaybird Street. Talking Robin. Talking Robin. Talking Robin. (laughs) (laughs) That's on after the show Robin. They have an in-depth analysis of it. It's called Talking Robin. Um, Okay. uh, You got to stop. Welcome Pod uh, said, do you have any questions? Go ahead and ask. Ask us those questions. Ask me. Labor Day. Happy. Go ahead and have a happy (laughs) day. Day really now. Uh, Amel at... Amelie, 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 Amelie says, who's your daddy? No question mark. So I'm going to skip it. Don't have one. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> uh, mine, mine is John. Uh, Jessica Tidwell says, advice for people getting married soon. Nervous emoji face. Mm, make sure that you remember that it's only about the two of you and no one else. And don't let anybody rain on your day. Uninvite everyone. Unless it's God. God rained on <laughs> our day. <laughs> Yeah, he did rain on our day. And you also have to invite God. Yeah. Or else it's not real. I mean, depending on what you believe in. Right. Sure. But if you believe in God and you don't invite him to the wedding, it doesn't count. (laughs) He'll be be fine. Uh, Also, God is a woman, I think. Um, (laughs) No, I honestly, going back to that, though, like for real, 
don't make your wedding about what your parents want or what your grandmother wants. Because when it comes down to it, it's not about anybody else. Uh huh. And I had a blast planning our no plan wedding. Yeah, man. It was perfect. It was, I was like, uh, we were talking about it for a while before it happened. Mm -hmm. And originally when we were trying to like make giant lists of people and trying to figure out like what we could afford, which is nothing. And, uh, it was like stressing me out. And I remember getting, uh, like fucking stomach aches and shit like that and headaches and arguments. I was thinking about the day we were going to get married and it should be nothing but the greatest thing ever. So we put our heads together and we were like, what would be the greatest thing ever? It would be to have closest family, Mm -hmm. Go to a restaurant or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Very low key. Eat and have a good time. That's it. And then that's what we did. Yeah. I and had a I had a great time. But I couldn't believe I I got to have a unique perspective. You worked on a lot of weddings with hair. Yeah. So you get to see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I was lucky enough to have like filmed and photographed a bunch of weddings uh-huh. to make money in Connecticut. Yeah. And everyone said the same shit. The day of their wedding, the day of like the happiest day of their life, mm-hmm. they were like, fucking don't do a big wedding. Yeah. Everyone said it. Everyone said it. Say yeah. It. Everyone said it when we started, like when we first got engaged, they were like, don't go crazy. Don't mm-hmm. do anything big. Don't. If I can give you the best advice, keep it small. Yeah. You know, dude. Plus, I'm Italian and you're Albanian and we're so popular, you know? I mean, I am. Equals I too much money. You. Yeah, no. I'm very... In if Connecticut, we were, you go back to Connecticut and you say, have you heard of Calzones? Everyone will say yes. <laughs> so our wedding would have been like 350 people plus. At least. Plus. It would have yeah. been like my graduating class and then we had to <laughs> invite our families. Right. And friends. Yeah. I wasn't friends with anyone in my graduating class, but Mm-mm. I promised them. That was my campaign promise when you, I was class you're president. You were friends with people. I was never class president. No, it just would have been too many people <laughs> is the is the point. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. It's just a lot. It's a lot to to do. And if you want to have like a big party, have your wedding and then throw a fucking kegger in someone's backyard. All the backyard weddings are the best. I've yeah. never been to a bad backyard wedding. Nope. Get a backyard. Pay the money. Mm-hmm. Get a backyard. Um, yeah. Get a tree that you can nail a bunch of family photos to. <laughs> um and a bunch of vintage frames. Yeah. And get different cheeses. Cheese is Christ. Cheese and rice. Um but yeah, but I mean bottom line for me was that I started to have a very bad feeling about a very happy day. Yeah. And then we did anything to make that not the case. Yeah. It was so chill. I remember he was so upset though that that it was raining. I was because I wanted at wedding. least the tiny few things we did have planned to to go well. That's okay. We you figured know? it out. We did. Yeah. We figured it out. You uh, answered me quicker during our wedding than you did at my proposal, which was fun <laughs> for me. Because you never do know with you. little you, wild card. You never do know. Uh, I like to keep them on their toes. You do. You keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. Uh, let's keep going with questions. All Backsorn. Right. Uh, Patreon supporter, thank you for that. Good to see you. Uh, says, What has been your roughest stand up crowd? Oh, 
You know what? I'm very lucky because aside from the one experience, I've talked about it a million times that when I first started doing stand up in LA, I got heckled off the stage by the host mm. at the improv during an open mic. Yeah. I remember that. But I haven't really, <laughs> anyone who's even tried to be hostile towards me since then, that was the last time I ever let anyone talk to me like that right. on stage. That doesn't happen anymore. So as far as rough crowds go, mm -hmm. that uh, what's harder is the crowds that don't give you anything and like don't respond. Right. Um, because like the uh, maybe some other comics ate shit or or there's maybe I'm not doing that well, but maybe there's a weird vibe in the room because mm -hmm. I haven't really stunk out the joint in a long time. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, that's always the shittiest stuff, though. It's always like I'm trying to think of. Do you remember me telling you any stories of like particularly like the other night was hard, but I yeah. still got laughs. Yeah. You know, I, feel I was like hosting, everyone I was did. in a different position. Everyone yeah. definitely got laughs. Everyone but they, did. Uh, it was like a, it was weird because it, the, the crowd itself was a little bit spaced out. Yeah. And everyone was laughing, but it was like one of those, <laughs> So you know, you it ever, was like mostly yeah, yeah, to yeah. themselves. And because it wasn't packed out, uh -huh. you didn't get like that big boisterous laugh, right. you know? What happens, it's, and I didn't know about this until kind of recently, but it, it matters very much how you seat a stand-up show. Right. Like, uh, if you go to a, a sold-out stand-up show, obviously everyone's like shoulder to shoulder. Right. But if you go to like a club and it's not sold out, they'll still like pack people in uh -huh. next to each other. So right. laughter can be contagious and right. like, you know, bounce around. And, you know, the best is when like there's little pockets of people mm -hmm. laughing and those people make these people laugh. Right. And it's all very on purpose. But right. if, like the other night, there was a couple people at each table, mm -hmm. but that isn't necessarily the best for like contagious laughter. So like, right. you know how you laugh all this, you're reading shit on the internet, mm -hmm. you're just on the couch, you're like, huh. yeah, LOL. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah. You know, but I mean, as far as like a bad experience, I mm -hmm. mean, I feel like they were, they're far and few between, but I think that it mostly happened when you were doing, you know, like uh, open mics and stuff like that when you guys first yeah, started out bad. yeah those were the worst the worst experiences were i'm not a spring chicken so i was going to a lot of open mics like this when i was like uh late 20s early 30s when mm -hmm. you're like real protective of your time and shit like that mm -hmm. right so I would go and it would be like a lottery system, which means you just throw your name into a fishbowl at the beginning of the night. And then like two or three hours later, there's a chance that you may not get picked out of the fishbowl. So as a grown up to be like engaged and to have other things that I definitely need to be doing to go sit in a place for three hours and not do three minutes of comedy to get right. better right. was the worst those were the worst experiences because mm -hmm. i felt like i was wasting my life and i would get really mad mm -hmm. yeah but you make it work somehow yeah that's what true. was your worst stand-up experience like? i have never had one been listening to the past couple episodes no more run-ins with termites right no no oh, we're been good listening to past episodes she says oh connie tryon connie try on my patience with uh <laughs> with these termites that was the worst, man. In our, we used to have a podcast called Welcome to the Podcast uh, before we had some like host server issues. And uh, before the current podcast, we were in um, a different apartment. And uh, 
they were fucking, it was horrible. Like saggy floors, termites all over the place. So every yeah. time spring would hit, we would get like infested. And that was like our first, that was some rough shit, man. That, that was our first apartment. That was a terrible, I hated LA because of that and so many other things. Yeah. The first year here was so fucking hard. Yeah. It sucked. Nobody, uh, everyone tells you that, but you can't really prepare for that. Everyone has a different story about how the first year or two years were just like, mm-hmm. what the hell? It wasn't, you know, it's funny because I still get the question a lot like, oh, how long have you been out here? How do you feel about LA? And I still have my moments. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I still have like moments where I love it and moments where I absolutely hate it. Yeah, but that's going to be anywhere. Yeah, of course. And like I, thankfully, I uh, I have my sister that's close by, so I get to see her. I haven't seen her in two weeks, and that's very out of character for us. But I've had a headache for the last two days, so I didn't really leave the house. Sure. I like left the house for like fifteen minutes yesterday, and I regretted every second of it. Yeah. Well, it was fucking. It's been a thousand degrees. Yeah. It's been like one hundred and ten every day. Yeah. Uh, when's the next show in Boston? Uh. O'Neill Hen Henry O'Neill having O'Neill as a first name is the most Irish thing you could do. Uh, he says, "When's the next show in Boston?" Of course, you lived in. <laughs> of course, you live in Boston. Most Irish person ever. Um, when's the next show in Boston? East Coast. Uh, just moved here for school times. Hmm. Uh, well, O'Neill, uh, nothing planned right now. But I love. Um, I haven't been to Boston in a long time, and I would love to play there. I've never done stand-up in Boston. So um, it's definitely about that time to at least plan an East Coast trip and hopefully an East Coast tour, but I got nothing nothing for you so far. Um, but I'll definitely let you know. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And those are, for the most part, all the questions we have now. I could refresh it. There's probably a couple more. I, um, I'd like to go to Boston soon. You want to go to Boston right now? No. You just start? I've got work. You just start going this if week. you want? No, I mean, it's always, uh, Boston's always a good time. Yeah. We used to go spend every Halloween in Boston. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to get real wasted and pee outside. Nope. Dara McGrath says, <laughs> uh, where else outside of the U.S. would you like to perform stand-up? Uh, mm. Everywhere. Especially yeah. like uh, England, Edinburgh, firm, film comedy festival mm. uh, Melbourne comedy arts and just for laughs I would love to be they have a thing called new faces and uh, I would love to do that I would love to be good enough to to play the that I just want to piggyback on that trip dude I was about to buy you I'm doing buffer festival at the end of September it's like 27 28 uh-huh around there. Mm-hmm. So I'll be in Toronto for those days and I'm going to try to book a stand-up show if it's not too late to do that. Well, yeah. I was supposed to do stand-up there, but they haven't fucking called me back. So I don't know what the hell I'm doing up there aside from showing a thing that will be premiered there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm working on like an animation, uh, animated stand-up thing with the guy who does uh, dynamic banter. Animated. That's cool. Parker Lee, it's awesome. So... Uh, fuck. I forgot what I was talking about. So I'm you were about to buy me. Oh, I was about to buy you a ticket. That was the plan the whole time. Was to like go to Toronto and they can't get your ticket. So I was going to buy you a ticket. You were going to come to Toronto with me. 
So is this that situation over and over again? Well, no. And when I get called by Just for Laughs and they're like, come on, we need your new old face. And the, and then you're like, but Zoya has to come. And they're like, we can't pay for a ticket. And you're like, I'm out. Well, no. I mean, if you're going to Europe, I'm coming, whether you're, they're paying or not. Montreal isn't in Europe. Right. Montreal's in Canada. So is Toronto. No shit. You know what I'm saying? That's it's what I'm just, saying. You know what it is, is that it's like, it's too much right now for me to leave mm-hmm. with work and stuff. So I can't. What if I said it's too much for me to leave you by my, uh, not by you my side? You know what? Then buy it. Buy it. I'm going to have to Well, express. it's too expensive now. Oh. <laughs> Do you see how he just <laughs> drops me, you guys? That's a bit, uh, I'll check out, but it's a bit much. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening, you guys. This has been the next episode of Welcome to Our... No, this is this episode. The next one is different. Mm. <laughs> you guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we love you. Mike's got some shows, I think, coming up. Yeah. Uh, I can't. They're not in front of me. Yeah, you I guys can up. check out his Twitch MikeFalzone.com. See all the dates there. Mm-hmm. Got new... Two new Twitch shows coming out. St- streaming basketball. Two new. Uh, on September 8th, that starts streaming NBA 2K18. And then we're going to start doing... That's a good tweet. Uh, me and my good friend Erica Kramer are going to have a show on Twitch. So, yeah. I like that. it. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the most uncomfortable way I've ever sat. And I really enjoyed talking <laughs> to you this morning. I love talking to you this morning. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.